What's up, man? It's your boy Vito Blaze, and you're here. Coffee Talk with Vito Blaze. Coffee Talk Live, matter of fact, yo. It's the Coffee Talk Live, and I'm here to deliver some good news because, you know, all over the news, you might hear this terrible shit going on on the other side of the world, man. And there's terrible shit going on wherever you fuck, probably where you at, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this tension all around here. But that's not what I'm here to tell you about, man. I'm actually here to deliver some goddamn good news, man. Because you know what? The USA has been fighting the war on drugs for a mad long time. And you know how they feel about weed, marijuana, you know how I feel about marijuana, but I ain't going to try to get into that. But, yo, recently, the U.S. has been switching their views on that good bud. You know what I'm saying? They actually said this past three, like the recent years, you see some states has been opening, legalizing this shit. Matter of fact, last year, New York just legalized it. But this year, big breakthrough for the cannabis industry in the United States. You see the drug enforcement, the DA, the DEA has just ended what's been described a 52-year monopoly on growing cannabis for research purposes. You see several large-scale cannabis growers have now been awarded contracts to produce weed for federal research, a move that will hopefully go a long way towards proving what many state and foreign governments already know. See, cannabis has powerful medicinal properties and particularly for pain control. I already know that, man. I know how weed makes me feel. And we got Matthew Zorn, an attorney who co-led the FOIA-based lawsuit, and he told Leafly, that now scientists will be able to conduct research on the kind of cannabis that people are actually using. Motherfuckers ain't smoking that government shit. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is using that natural grown shit. You know, shit you see in the street. You know what I'm saying? So now motherfuckers get to research the sour diesel, the purple haze you know, that you see locally in your neighborhood. They get to use that for you research. Now, a lot of people may not appreciate the importance of that with, you know, national marijuana legalization around the corner. But we don't know when, but the need for the research is urgent and we can as quickly as possible start growing and have supply for researchers to get good data. And that what was said by Matthew Soren. And I appreciate I'm glad that USA are turning you know, good eyes on the green bud, man. Now, moving on, I got another, I got a, I got a story about progress. Because, you know, it's all about progress in life. You know what I'm saying? I said the other day in Coffee Talk, man, we get hit. It's life. Motherfuckers get hit left and right. I ain't perfect. You ain't perfect. Everybody gets hit. Okay? But here's the thing. You know, here's the thing about life. You know, it's not all about, it's not about staying down. It's all about the rebound. That shit rhymes so you know it's the truth. And that's why I want to tell you about this little story about this fucking dog right here, B. Because when one door closes, another door opens. And for one special pooch, it appears that that fucking adage also applies to this bitch. See, a Labrador retriever mix named Sheldon 
was enrolled in a program to become a service dog, training at Paws with a cause in Wayland, Michigan. Unfortunately, though, he couldn't even quite make the grade. And then whenever he catch a whiff of something interesting, Sheldon's concentration flew out the window, and all he wanted to do was hunt down the source. See, that motherfucker Sheldon was like a real hunter, hunter dog. So like they will put him on training courses, but like whatever he smelled something, like it will throw him off. Like so they was like, nah, son, you ain't you you ain't fit out. You ain't fit to be a service dog no more. But you know what? The very thing that made him a washed up ass service dog meant that he was good for another career. Rather than him return to the civilian life or them putting him in the cage or in some uh, kennel for years, Sheldon was actually transferred to State Farm Auction Dog Program where his sensitive nose soon put him at the top of the class for sniffing out the accelerants used to light illegal fires. Now that motherfucker's top dog in the arson, in the arson department. He, he the real top dog. Shout out to you, Sheldon. And shout out for you for keep pushing through the your motherfucking little. You, you you know what I'm saying? Because people will, will will think will make you think that your your weirdness or whatever is not normal about you make you stand out of society. Will make you think that you're weak. But you gotta actually tune into that because that shit could probably make you the strongest motherfucker around you. And wherever you're meant to be. So never doubt your witness. Never doubt that. And plus, never doubt, never doubt when, matter of fact, I was saying something too. I don't know if this is a good segue to that shit, but I was saying something on Coffee Talk this morning, right? I was saying that, um, don't worry if somebody takes your idea because they won't have the ambition to push it through. They ain't you. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got the like they could take your idea, but they don't got your brain to execute it. You know what I'm saying? They can't copy your creativity. They can copy you. And the next time by the time they copy you, you already working on version two. That shit rhymes, so you know it's the truth. I'm here I can't I'm not here to drop rhymes all day though, people. I do got a rapper though. A rhymer. A hip hop artist. Up and coming up. This album is called uh, A New Home because he found a new home in his music. Guys, I was checking out his shit on YouTube earlier. This motherfucker is raw. You understand? Fresh. Hip. I see him, I see him doing a lot of good things. Guys, I want you to give it up. And, and and toast your coffee mugs to the motherfucking sky. Mm. For this guy, Mr. Matt Zephyr. What up, Matt guys? Matt. What up, baby? What up, too? Oh, snap. You know I got to have that. I, I don't hear you. Oh, wait. Hold up. Give me a second. You know what? Ah, oh, damn it. All right. What up, All right. Man? You there now? What up? How's it going? Yo, what's up, son? Yeah, yeah, had a little things with the goddamn. Right? Yeah, that's what it do, baby. Yeah, that good. What, what good. flavor is that? Uh that one is uh it, it's just regular, but I put almond milk in it because I'm lactose intolerant. So 
Yeah, it changes the flavor a little bit. It, it, no extra cost. It, it's, I think it's better than the original. Yeah, you know what? I fuck around with the alternative milks too sometimes yeah. because you know sometimes I sometimes a little bit that too much dairy will get me a little bubbly my damn self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Start shitting out shit that you know what I'm saying that ain't supposed to be in my stomach right now. But like you know, I don't think humans after a certain age are supposed to be eating or, or drinking or consuming that much lactose anyway. It it makes humans gassy. That's like a a thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, because I love ice cream, man. Matter of fact, I'm about to get into some ice cream right after this. Have me a little. I forgot though. But you know, my man, sometimes as a treat isn't that bad. It's just like you know how there's people that like drink a tall glass of milk every morning and like, well, and, and they're like, well, this milk is making my bones stronger. Well, after a certain point in your life, all the extra nutrients that's in the milk compared to like water or whatever. Yeah, it just gets just gets evacuated because those nutrients are meant for for babies and for for you know that that's why mothers give milk to babies so that they grow. But once you're an uh, once you're an adult, it just like piles up and like you, you evacuate it anyways. So, yeah. yeah, and plus, and plus, there's other things that can make your bones stronger, way better than milk. That yeah. shit was just a fucking advertise just to get you to right. buy milk. That was all it was. Yeah, milk exactly. today, make got milk. Milk. yeah, right. yeah, got milk. It was yeah. just an all fucking ad because uh, like milk only gives you like it. It's like it it gives you calcium, but not yeah. that much calcium. Yeah, like you get more much. calcium eating beans or some yeah. shit. Beans, carrots, like dude. If you eat your greens, like if you eat greens every day, you're replacing the fact that you're replacing everything that lactose is giving you. Like it, it's it's. It's really not that bad to live with, like right. to, to not drink milk. The only thing that I will say I miss is cheese, man. That's like mm. that's like the one thing that fake cheese has never been able to emulate the texture of real cheese. So oh, no, yeah. So it, you know, not not yet, but maybe, maybe in the future. You know, that's the only thing that I'm like, oh, I miss. And sometimes yeah. I indulge and I grab like a poutine or something. Oh jeez, I mean, I could never go. I could never go vegan and vegetarian because bacon tastes so good. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. like bacon and fried I my, meat. I got some in my fridge right now. Me neither, man. I couldn't. I can't let go bacon. Bacon? You tell me. You tell me I'm supposed to have this cheeseburger without bacon. Yeah. Or this veggie burger without this yeah. Impossible Whopper. Right. I know it's good, but like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, like. the one from A and W is the best one that I've had. Uh, the, I don't know. I don't know what, what they call it over there, but it was good. Like, oh yeah, was, they got they got a veggie burger over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and, and it's it's like the best one. Like, I've, oh I've, yeah, I've, they got the Beyond Burger. Yeah, it's Beyond. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. And it that one is actually the only one that texture and and taste i was like whoa this is impressive yeah give give that one a try if you didn't yet but yeah that's the that's the what's yo what's that shit launched in the states that's what made a lot of people turn vegan vegetarian easy because of that beyond burger you know the beyond meat something that that's that's turning a lot of people away from being from trying veganism or vegetarianism is the lack of options and you know yeah. you, just want, you just want good food, right? Like regardless of what your dietary restrictions are, you just want to eat something that you're like, mm, "This is fire," you know? Like yeah, exactly. Right. So nobody wants to eat some unseasoned stuff, right? Like right. R- regardless of what you you 
try to say to yourself, like, oh, I want to be vegan for myself. Well, yeah, but if all the vegan food is shitty, you probably won't, like, stick, like want to stick to it actively, is what I'm saying, right? We go into a deep vegan talk, boy. I, I didn't, wanna, I didn't I even understand. Why, I'm not even vegan, but, yeah, I, I know a lot. My sister is, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, how long you been? How long you been uh, in this lifestyle with the veggies? Well, uh, I mean, I... I think I really woke up around when the pandemic hit. Um, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of, of podcasts going on online and like Joe Rogan and whatnot that was saying um, that that this would be a, a perfect opportunity to, for for you to make some Try a lot of plant based stuff, right? Well, plant based, yeah, yeah, that or exercising or uh, meditation or j- just making overall good changes for mm. you to self care, right? Because yeah, meditation is good. Yeah. Meditation yeah. is and, real good. And I, I, you know, I saw that and I, I looked at the way that I was eating before, like, like McDonald's twice a week and shit like that. Mm. Like, you know, if I just cut that out, if I wake up earlier, if I go to bed at a reasonable time, if I right. do work and I, and I allow myself to take uh, scheduled breaks, then my efficiency will triple. And, yeah. it, has, and it has, I've written three albums. So, you know, um, that discipline you you you, yeah. you 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 form yourself to make a discipline and then yeah. now it, it 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 got you to be productive yeah exactly and 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 it, it's also you have to not look at your work like work because otherwise that demotivates you from the start you have to you have to find ways to to do what you're trying to do regardless of if, of, if it's art if it's a project of a business or anything but you have to find a way to have fun while doing it because yeah. otherwise you won't want to put in 40 hours a week and that's what it takes in order to to like get that first step off the ground is a hell of a lot of time and some money in your project because otherwise right. you know like there's a lot of people that are saying hey all it takes is a facebook page to start a, a music project man it doesn't it, like you you need you're you're going to need an engineer queued up at one point you know somewhere mm-hmm. in the mix you're going to need someone to master your music that's unless, right. Unless you want to do it yourself, in that case, good for you. But you know, you probably need that. You need you need a hell of a lot of skill in order to be doing that. Yeah, um, that's right. But but so you're gonna want an engineer, an artist to do your 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 graphic work. You're gonna want probably someone to f- shoot some music videos for you. You know, like there's a lot of, of stuff that you need to have queued up before you start writing music, right? Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and then Oh uh, no! Go, what, keep what, going. what were you saying? What were you saying? No, no, no! Keep going, keep going. What were you yeah. saying? No, it's it's because I, I think you were about to ask me who shoots my videos, and I, that that's a really cool segue because I'm I'm like I, I like to pride myself on doing things a little different, and the 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 way that I I I structured my my business slash like my team is um, everything is handled in house by me and my girlfriend, and. Okay. Uh, we, we produce all our music videos ourselves. She shoots, I edit, uh, we direct together, we write the, the video together. Um, and uh, yeah, everything comes in-house. She's actually in the living room right now designing my album cover. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. We do this whole thing together and uh, we, we're, we're just in here to, to, to give good content to, to people and to motivate them to be their, the, better, the best version of themselves, regardless of sex race gender identity if you have any uh handicaps if you have any uh, mental disorders it, it, it doesn't matter whatever you have 
it, it doesn't stop you from achieving the best of yourself. And, uh, mm, and I'm feeling I'm feeling a mission statement that yeah. your team team is putting out there, B. Yeah. Word. Yeah. yeah. So hey, yo, I, I gotta ask you, like, who's your big because I was watching your videos and everything. Like, who's your inspiration in um this music thing? Who inspired you to love hip hop? Man, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh yeah. Like, dude, at first it has to go back to like NWA, Biggie, Tupac, that you know, that whole era. Cause it, right. That, that's like the first thing you hear when you get into hip hop and you're like, whoa, like, okay. Uh, I remember hearing like Fuck the Police on MTV when I was a kid and I was like, whoa, this is, this is like, this is something completely different than anything else that's on, than, that's on TV. These people have a, a real message in their music, they're not just writing music for the sake of every bar has to sound great. They have mm-hmm. their story in the song and the song follows a whole story. And then I heard right. Paradise, I think that was like one of the big turnaways for me. Yo, that was a big song. song. Right. And as soon as that chorus hits, you're like, whoa, you're like stepped into like another genre of hip hop. That's like more yeah. like jazzy sphere. And I was like, whoa, this is cool. And uh, I discovered, uh, other artists like Eminem and Mac Miller and they, they, they really gave me like a style to, to focus on because I knew that I couldn't be like, yo, what the, what the, cause that's not my voice. Right. right? And I, I knew I had to find like a, like something that I could stick to because I'm, I'm, I'm this, this toothpick of a, of, of a little white kid. Right. And I right, can't right, right, right. exactly the same way that Biggie does. Right. Cause that's like, yeah, no, nah, I feel you, know, you. You have to see yeah. something that you could like, yeah. At least be, see something that was like something kind of like you out there. Yeah, man. I, 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 I had to look for, for, for people that had made it that, that kind of uh, grew up in the same variables that I did. You know, I right. was, I, I was a, a middle class kid from a, a, a shitty town with no one to talk to. Uh, right. I was bullied every day. Um, I was beaten at school. I, you know, like, uh, and, you know, I just wanted to, to, to grow up to finally be able to tell that kid that, that was me in the past, yo, right. you can grow up to be whatever you want still. It doesn't matter. Today, yeah. and define the rest of your life. You ever listen to Childish Gambino? Yeah, man. I love Donald Glover. I love his acting and I love his rapping as well. It's it's freaking great, man. Community is yeah. one of the shows, so. Because he kind of had that, you know, because there's a lot of artists right now that's like, you know, like me, like I'm a rapper myself. Like I I, I couldn't see myself rapping until I saw Kanye West. Like once Kanye West was like in the game and he was rapping the way he was rapping and the shit that he was rapping about and the way he was going about it. I was like, okay, now I could I could do this. I don't have to be. I love Kanye, man. Kanye is super cool. I uh, like I, I, I heard stronger probably when I was like eight and I was like, whoa, this is completely different. Like these artists all revolutionized hip hop in one way or another. And yeah. you're just talking about goats here. Right. So you're like, right. yeah, like Jay-Z. And then, and then from Kanye, he, he influenced Drake. So it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That that it's crazy. So I was, and then when I hear Drake, I was like, "Yeah, Drake is spitting the shit that I I would be spitting." J Cole and Kendrick yeah. is spitting the shit that I would be spitting. Like, so that's why I'm like, I had put out some big saves too earlier too, and stuff like that. And yeah. it's it's great to be inspired by these 
motherfuckers, man, because and give them their flowers. Like my 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 special. Like I tell you how I fell in love with the game a little bit was like good man. I think I think I I me I'm type old. So like when I first heard rap, it was with MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, but it was all popish. So it was like Salt and Pepper. Yeah, I was still listening to pop music at the time. Still. Oh yeah, me too, man. Like you know, pop music it, it filled it, it finds its way in and out of you know be, because there's features from rappers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, obviously. I even I even went through an alternative music phase. I was listening to Radiohead and yeah. and, and stuff like that. But then, uh, I I listened through all of that. I was still listening to rap here and there, and then I I listened to Notorious. I think Notorious B.I.G. when he came out with. I love it when you call me Big Pop, but I fell in love with rap. I think I, I listened to all rap since then. I wasn't. That's when I said rap is my music. I'm not listening to. It's well, like I'm keeping my ears on rap, and and pop will have to hit me for well, far away. That, that, that's great, man. Like I, I think staying true to one genre is fantastic, especially if like that's a genre that you you've connected with ever since you were really young and stuff like that. So. You know, kudos to that. I, I've I've done kind of a different style where I I grew up listening to like Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day and stuff like mm. that, and um, I, I I was really a like like this this little punk kid, and I oh I, I like Blink One Eighty Eighty Two too. I was I was fucking with them Green yeah. Day too. As yeah. matter of fact, I had to tell somebody the other day, yo, you know Longview, mm-hmm. Longview's about masturbation, son. Yeah, yeah. And then they like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yo, listen to the words, son. That shit is a detailed ass song. When masturbation lost its fun, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. Um, uh, but <laughs> it's I, I a detailed up. ass song, son. Yeah. I'm like, yo, check that shit out, son. Dude, but Green Day's my joint. Yo, I was going hard when they came out with 21 Guns. Yo, really that good. song was woo. really good. Yeah. 21 guns chill american idiot was a good album too man like that that's the first album i ever bought with my real with my own money from like my allowance not from my dad or yeah i'm yeah. about to play 21 guns right after we finish this podcast that shit just brought chills nice. and then you about to tell me about i'm so I'm, I'm so caught up into the music right now you know i went to see leonard skinner live like two years ago yo that's fucking dope man leonard skinner yeah. dope. yeah I seen Leonard Skinner, the David Bonham experience. And, and and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? This was the first time two years ago. I saw I, I, I heard Stairway to Heaven. Wait, so you hadn't heard Stairway to Heaven? I never heard Stairway to Heaven until what did you David think? Bonham. What and that's like the son of the drummer from Led Zeppelin. So I didn't hear Led Zeppelin actually play. You, you heard it pretty close, man. Like, yeah. yeah and it was a dope. They did a dope performance on stage, like the lights. It looked crazy. I felt like I was in heaven. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's such a it's such a glorious song, man. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yo, what is this song, side? And I, I, I was I, like, I, yo, you I, never heard this song, The Stairway to Heaven. I'm like, no way. This song is fucking dope. Yeah. yeah dude, that, <laughs> that intro just like you're like everything stops and like that's the only thing happening. Is yeah. Oh. I, and I gotta tell you, it was the first time I heard Fire Firebird. Wait, what is it called? Freebird. Freebird. 
by Leonard Skinner. And I, I'm going to tell you how this shit ended, too, because <laughs> it's the first time. Like, I know Leonard Skinner from playing um that song that they had in. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama. No, not Sweet Home Alabama. The other song. Tuesday's gone with the wind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday, that was my shit from Leonard Skinner. That's the only reason why I was hyped up to go to this concert and see this bill. It was a great bill, by the way. Like, but they and then they played this. Leonard Skinner came on. They played all the songs. Um, uh, Tuesday's Gone with the Wind. They played Sweet Home Alabama. They even played some new song. Um, you know, us uh, uh, Skinner Nation. You know, these guys. They were rocking the stage. I think they played a. I think they did an awesome. Uh, uh, job at what they did, right? And then they left the stage, but the crowd got crazy. The crowd started saying, free bird! Free bird! And I'm like, yo, why is the crowd going crazy? And I started getting scared because I'm like the only black guy in a sea of white people and shit. So yeah, like I'm getting tripped. Like I'm not tripping, but like I'm like, yo, why are people scheming Freebird? And then my boy, some my friend who brought me to the concert, he's like, yo, they gotta play Freebird. That's a classic. That's a number one song. If they don't play this song, this 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 place might go crazy, son. They know they yeah. gotta play Freebird. Yeah. And then I'm like, yo, they and then and I'm like, oh shit, yo, they gotta play Freebird, son. And then there's a lady in the in the crowd. She's like, listen. I, I, I've been in the backstage. I don't know what's going on, but Freebird was on the set set list. So they, they should be playing Freebird. And then and then boom, the, everything got dark. Encore. Yeah. And then and then you see the uh smoke. Nice. And then you see something on the TV. Then nice. the guitar comes on. And I'm like, yo, this is Freebird. He's like, yo, everybody got crazy. And then I was I listened to Freebird for the first time, and I'm like, Oh shit! Okay, like yo, yeah, that triple guitar solo. I'm like yo, yeah, man. This song is so dope. I'm like yo. I, this- I, I think I think rock and roll and hip hop always have this this kind of connection because we're fascinated by the other side. Always, listeners of hip hop always are like whoa to 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 you know to some really cool rock and then some rock heads are like, whoa, when, mm. you know, there's like the really fast flow or like something super impressive in, in hip hop. And they're like, whoa, that's cool. Like, like yeah. I know a ton of metal heads that love hip hop. And I know a ton of people that, that love hip hop, that love bands like Slipknot, you know, where it's just like, Hey, you know, the preferences don't, you know, like it's not because you love one that you don't love the other, you know? I, uh, exactly. I, I listen to jazz almost every day. I listen to, to, to some to some different influences uh, musically. Like I'm a like I, like I come from a piano root. I have one right here. Um, mm. I, I grew up playing Mozart and Bach and Beethoven and Beethoven. Stuff. Yeah, so start fucking the piano. Green sleeves. So you know, like I. I view music as this ever-changing thing that you can add little spices of influence to, and you know, yeah. like that's why bands like um, like uh, Linkin Park worked so well because they had some rap and they had some some singing, and it was like this. Yeah, rock. they did that. They did a great album called Collision Course with Jay Z. Uh, yeah, 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 and that was great too. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, uh, 
there's bands also like Limp Biscuit that did it a little less well in my, in my opinion. But you know, like yo, you know, know, I actually brought chocolate, hot dog water, and chocolate starfish on tape. Oh yeah, yo, Man. I brought that shit on cassette, yo. That's cool. But yeah, no, dude, rock and rock and hip hop have always been like sort of connected, and I've I I brought it uh, like like I I think I was brought up to unite them, which is why I have like influences of both in my music, and uh, you'll see it in my, in the album as it comes out. I have uh, I yeah. Have what uh what I was about to ask you right now. Uh, what influence? What kind of what kind of shit that made you think of the stuff that we about to see in a new home? Man, uh, I, I think... And, I, and, and tell the people why it's called a new home. Oh, well, it, first of all, it's called new home because um, about two years ago, I was still doing metal music. I, I, I had been a front man for metal bands for seven years before doing metal. Um, okay. I actually started my first band in 2014 when I was like 15. So okay, uh, that's big, big. Yeah, and then uh, you know I, I had another band uh, that that started uh, about maybe uh, five years ago. It was called Held in Secret. It was like my biggest project, um, like to date before Matt Zephyr, and uh, we went on tour. We released two albums and st- stuff like that. So it was it was really cool. But then the pandemic hit, and then bands couldn't rehearse anymore because you know like there was regulations against us being in the same room and stuff and it was just eventually some stuff happened and and we had to break up and um i jumped back into my love for hip-hop uh and it was just so easy to just rekindle it because i had been so obsessed with like one genre of music for so long that when i turned to hip-hop it was like rekindling a fire that had long been like like you know like it was like still preserved but like i just had to like take the match to it and it just And I just, I, this album is an observation of how the world is working today and in where, where we need to change and where we need to, 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 to stop stigmatizing each other. And we need to accept and love each other. It's a message of, of positivity, acceptance, and love throughout the entire record. And it's, it's brought to you by a dude who's almost exclusively written complex, uh progressive metal music and you know now i kind of switch all my influences the reason it's called new home is because i've i've completely changed what i was doing before into something different and um and i adapted you adapted to your you know what i'm saying yeah you 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 like a mutant you know what i'm saying you adapted my g i'm saying that's good for you and um and i'm also moving uh to montreal to 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 begin my journey like uh there because here yeah, this is what all the artists are yeah man and, and the, here it's it, there's a really big metal scene I, i'm from ottawa and there's a big rock and metal scene there's local bands here and stuff like that but there's only like one or two other hip-hop artists and i i really kind of don't want to take either take away their spotlight from the city yeah i feel or, you like i just want to go away and do my own thing so nah, uh, nah, i hear you yeah. man and there's a lot of studios for you to work with there's uh, i mean I, I, I do my own and i get it mixed by a friend oh, yeah you got your own shit i forgot you yeah. got your own team which is good 
Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? You got Miss, you got Jesse Moran with you. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Where's your shout out to y'all, man? For real, y'all doing it real good. I'm feeling the mission saint me. I'm putting out there. You yeah. guys got to look out for new home. It sounds really dope. You yeah. know, I, I was peeping, I was peeping, and, and the way you write too. You know what I mean? Because you got a lot. I feel like you got some potential too. You know, is there any is there any collaborations that you ever dreamed yourself? Like doing a song with, like you ever so see yourself? So many, um, you know, it it it's there. It, it there's so many talented people in this world, and um, you know, unfortunately, like like I, I think my dream when I was a like an eight year old boy was to have a song with Mac Miller. Unfortunately, mm. you know, that's probably not going to happen. Um, right, but you know, there, oh, there are a lot of artists, you know, that 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 I would love to collaborate with. Uh, like, um, I, I, I grew up listening to, to, to Jay-Z. That would be freaking fantastic. Mm. Like Kanye would be amazing. Um, like if you want to go into like, like newer, like smaller artists, like there's, there's artists from Canada that, that are, uh, that are incredible as well. Like Mercules is a, is like top of the game right now. Uh, he actually did a song with the game, you know, a, a few uh, a few months ago. It was freaking fire. Okay. Uh, yeah. The the there's there's a lot of really cool artists that are coming up, and uh, I just can't wait to have the opportunity to talk to a lot of them and collab with, you know, a, a, everyone that I feel shares the same values as I do. I'm gonna mm. have a collab with them, you know. So maybe maybe you could collab with um Vito Blaze. Yo, I heard he's nice. If you wanted to 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 get that started, I would definitely, you know, be on board with that for sure. Yeah, I heard Vito Blaze. I, right. you know, what I'm saying, I heard, I heard, that, I heard he, that he he ain't made no song with the game. But I but mean, he could make a song. He could hold it. He could hold it. Well, hold I mean, no. Yo, I I heard I I heard of Vito Blaze on this podcast, and uh, man. Uh, I, I was thinking about hitting hitting him up and uh, and ask him uh, how, how much he would charge. Mm, that's true though, homie does charge a lot. He ain't, matter of fact, I heard I heard he shot somebody for not getting paid on the feature. But we ain't gonna get into all of that. You know what I mean? I heard Vito Blaze a good guy still. <laughs> yeah, man, he looks like it for sure. Um, and uh, you're certainly nice enough to to have me on your podcast. Thank you again so much for this. Uh, Yo, no problem, man. Yo, I'm telling you, man, it's it's gonna be good to have you here in Montreal, man. And here's one thing in Montreal too, man. We got a lot of cuisine here too. We got a lot of food here, and yeah. I'm sure you probably got you probably got your eye on probably one food you want to try here. So I'm, I I know, I know what 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 is the first type of food you gonna try? What is the first kind of cuisine you're going to try when you get here? You know, I, like, I'm split between two answers. One that I've had for a while, and I didn't get the chance to, to visit because it was closed for the pandemic last time I went. And then there's a new place that I saw on Instagram recently that I'm like, whoa. Um, so I'll say both. The first place is the the Harry Potter place that has like the butter beer and whatnot, and like it's it I, I, it's on Saint Catherine. I don't know what it's called, but it's 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 pretty amazing. Like there's oh, like, I think that place. Yeah, it's not yeah. open now. 
Yeah, it, it, it's it, but it was closed for the pandemic because it's more of like an experience than a restaurant. Yeah, you know? yeah. yo, yo, that that place was like open for like a couple of months before the yeah. pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I really hope they do get to reopen because I'm I'm, a, I'm such a huge fan of the Harry Potter universe. And then there's this other place, and it's like this this monstrous um, uh, corn dog man. It's like a huge corn dog with cheese and like yeah. And I'm a big fan of corn dogs. I have one tattooed on my leg, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, I'm uh, I, I'm yeah, there's a couple of uh, I think there's like two corn dog spots that popped up now, yeah. And it looks like they it's like the Japanese hot dog or the yeah, it is that, it is that with the corn, corn yeah. dog, yeah. I've seen it. it. I if so the place good. that you're talking about is yeah. near Geek Concordia, not Geek yeah, Concordia, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, near Geek Concordia. Yeah, because it's like right on. Yeah, I walk. I passed by it. It was okay. right. after I got a pizza. Did it smell good? Yo, I, it was right after I got a pizza from Slice and Soda. Oh. Then I I drove. I, I'm on my bike, and then I see a bunch of kids lined up. And I'm like, dang! If these it's kids is lined up out here, this must be the new hot spot because right. they ain't lined up. They used to be lined up in Around front of a, 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 a restaurant that had no sign. And I'm like, yo, that ain't the. I'm like, oh snap, there ain't no line here. I'm like, is this place still open though? I'm like, oh snap, this ain't the new hipster spot. Where's the hipster spot? Oh, I yeah. see the, the Japanese corn dog. I'm like, that's where the line's at. I'm like, oh, this the new hipster spot. This <laughs> this Japanese corn dog like, spot. Yeah, it looks freaking fantastic. Yeah, it looks crazy. Yeah, I looked yeah. at it. I'm like, what? I'm like, when they come out with this? Uh, it's brand new, man. I think it was like uh, I saw an, uh, an article on like Narcity, like maybe two months ago, and it was yeah. like a new spot. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yo, it's crazy. I've seen yeah. like 20, 30 kids just lamped up out there. I was like, and it's pandemic. This, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge foodie, so like Montreal has always been appealing because like every time I go to play a show there, like I get lost in how in which food to get. You know, I bring myself extra money because I know I'm going to be spending. You know, if I'm walking around St. Catherine or whatever. We played Piranha Bar uh, with my old band, and like that's like right near everything. Oh, and, Piranha Bar! Yeah. I had so many good comedy shows in that shit. So I know. Would you play there. upstairs or downstairs? Upstairs, upstairs. Yeah. The, the the owners, everybody, the, the the crew, it was fantastic. Yeah, we just had a grand yeah, old... Yeah, Piranha Bar is cool. Shout out to the people. I hope this place still open. Uh, it was going it, through a it, bad it, time it, even it before the like pandemic. It, it looks like it is because it's still a bar. Like yeah. It's a bar every day, even when there's no shows. And that usually, like, bring, still brings in a little bit of income. The people that are really in trouble are people like Club Soda, you know? Like because Club they soda. Get, oh, I don't even think that's there no more. Is is it closed? Yeah, I think it's Ooh. closed. I uh, see. See, like I'm a little out of the loop. I'm from you know, like a lot of things. Yo, you gonna come to this place and you gonna be like, oh snap, yeah, this well, condo I, I, here I now. Catacombs closed, and that's that's really sad, man. Like, Yo, it's such an iconic venue. I saw like I, I saw three or four. Oh, so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know how many people performed? I mean, so much up and coming. I think Katrina performed yeah. in there. Like Andrew I, 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 Schwartz, I saw you know, Black play there, man. It's it there, it's it's just so many things. Yeah. It's just so just nuts. Yeah, I had a couple catacomb memories myself. Here in Ottawa, we we lost maybe six venues. 
Uh, yeah, Ottawa went through some things. Yeah, because like I'm a comedian, so like I even seen it on the comedy side. Like, yeah, I lost yuck yucks. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, God lost, damn. Uh, lost, uh, uh, Barry Moore. Uh, no, no. Uh, we we lost Babylon nightclub. We um. Well, of course, yeah, I was gonna lose Babylon. Babylon's meant to fall. Yeah. Bon, right. bon Babylon. <laughs> we uh we we lost uh, a a venue as well called uh, uh Brass Monkey. We yeah, dude, there there's so many venues. Oh, y'all lost Brass Monkey. We got Brass Monkey here too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, Brass Monkey. Like I a, think Brass Monkey everywhere, is it like man. Thing? Is it like a a pool a pool place? Nah, it was just a little club. Okay. It was not even a club, it was a bar. Slash oh. restaurant and my and motherfuckers had open mics up in there. That's cool. That's cool. Montreal has a lot of good spots, man. Like uh, a lot of good spots, man. You know, it was. It, it's really sad for Ottawa because we had a couple and now like we only have like two. Yeah. And Ottawa was, Ottawa is not that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it's I'm a beautiful like city. Don't get us wrong. It's the capital of Canada, but like, geez. Well, I mean, it's it's a city that that needed needed to stay together in order to get the to keep the ball rolling this pandemic really just like it was a shot in the foot from pretty much everybody in the entertainment scene in ottawa because there there really wasn't that many shows before the pandemic there was maybe like two or three a month in ottawa right so right losing that meant losing pretty much everything there's a lot of bands that broke up like maybe 90% of bands here broke up. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that, that that's happening and it, it, it's, it, it all comes from uncertainty of when it's going to come back up. Right. So yeah, there's bands that are like, so is it worth it for us to continue writing material or are we going to be locked down for five years? You know, and it's Why? like, like is, the, is the money even worth it or, yeah. but you know what? At the end of the day though, Matt, yeah. it's all about, the ambition and the discipline, yeah, and, and that's, that's what yeah. that's what it looks like. You and uh, Jesse got, you know what I mean? Um, my, my, my girlfriend's Roxanne. She, she oh, Roxanne. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Roxanne. Roxanne. Je- oh, yeah, that's your um. Jesse's her Jesse? cousin. Jesse's her cousin. That's right. I'm yeah. sorry. What up, Jesse? Yeah, no. What uh, up, Jesse? <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, Roxanne and I, we 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 did definitely take this as a like a like a wake up call. Like we saw like so many of our friends as bands and like projects fall that we were like, okay, we really need to work before this inevitably happens to us as well. Right. And before, like yeah. before it's too late and we can't come back up and climb this mountain, you know, we had to start the climb as soon as we could. And um, yeah, that's true. like my band broke, broke up in like June of last year. And in September I had released my first song. Right with a music video and then in November, second song, second music video, and then February, third song, huge feature, music video. That one went viral, 50,000 streams across platforms. So, you know, uh, nice. and then fourth song on April 1st, and then I'm getting, I'm releasing a, one last song before the album and it's, it's coming out in six days. So, Okay, yeah. yeah. So everybody, I'm on. I'm on everybody that's listening to this podcast. Make sure you look out for 
a new home by Matt yeah. Zephyr, yeah. which will be released on what Spotify? And uh, dude, it's gonna be released everywhere. Even physically, we're gonna be making uh, like physical albums, and we're gonna be shipping them out. Uh, yes, individually, if you guys want making uh, some CDs, put them yeah, in the yeah, cars because sure. a lot of cars yeah. still got them CD plays. Yeah, man, and and you know it, it's uh, it, it's about getting the 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 art and everything inside of it too, because like I'll be including- yeah. Like I'll be including special thank yous inside of it and like little bit of, of information on, you know, I, yeah, I, that's true. I think when, you, when you get a CD, you really get the whole thing. It's not just like saving the album on your Spotify playlist, even though that is super appreciated. If everybody wants to do that, that'd be freaking amazing. That'll be appreciated. Also, too. Don't forget the little, Spotify. the little follow button. That That's the one that everybody misses. You know, the follow button is like really, it's really hard to turn active listeners into followers. So if, if everybody on this podcast wants to go follow Vito Blaze and me on, on, on Spotify, that'd be freaking dope. Yeah, that'll be dope. Follow- that'll be dope. Yeah, I, I got a little reminder at the end of the podcast for that. Oh, you know what right. I'm saying? So, <laughs> well, I mean, here. I, but right I, now, I word, it's always good with that extra, though. That extra love yeah. is what's up, though. Guys, please follow Matt Zephyr, too. Yeah, please man. follow Matt Zephyr on Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. T- type Matt Zephyr. If I'm not there, then I'm not doing my job correctly. Word, tag Zephyr. Yeah. All right. The, yeah. oh, the, uh, make sure you look out for the, the new videos. Check out the video right now on YouTube. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the name of that video? The Way I Am, right? The, the, the newest video is called What I Am. And uh, I'm, I have a, a, a song coming out on uh, the 28th, uh, so this Friday. And uh, this one's a sad one. Uh, it, it, it's coming out on the death anniversary of one of my dearest friends that passed away uh, accidentally last year. Um, okay. he played drums in my first ever band and we were like, like for like six years of my life, we were planning to do this whole music thing together. Right. And then he passed away and it's a message, uh, to him and to everyone who's lost someone to keep going for that, pe- for that person. Uh, it, it's a really hopeful song, but it, it, it's kind of sad. And then there's a music video that comes out for it. Um, five days after the song. So on June 1st, there's a music video coming out. Uh, okay, and it's kind of like um, it, it, this one is super special because it's like a music video and a tribute video to to the to my friend who passed away. And okay, one we have some uh, some some clips of us playing shows in there together, and it's 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 a it's a really cool product that that, that we were able to do in collaboration. I'm, I'm looking forward to that actually because the the way how the the video I saw with the what what. What I am, yeah. that that looked pretty cool. Thanks, man. And and then like now this subject right here, pretty deep, and the yeah. way how you shot, so actually looking pretty forward, and the way you describing it, so actually looking pretty forward to that one. Yeah, man. And and, 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 then, and, and then I got the album coming out. Uh, it, it it's gonna be a, about two months after, so it's on uh, August. Oh, the second, we're talking about the second album now. No, no, no. We're talking about that. That. The, the, the new album, home. New, the album "New Home" is going to be is going to be released on August fifteenth. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the last single is released in in a week, and then uh, the the album is coming out in like uh, August. So. All right. All right. Yo, yeah. yo, man. This was dope, man. I got this was a dope conversation, man. For real, man. And, and I just want to say, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got you you got some talent. It's not like you you ain't playing with this rap shit. I'll tell you this because I I, I I I get a lot 
But a lot of people, they come in the game and then they want to rap. I mean, I hear people rapping for years, but they don't want to progress with a skill and anything yeah, like man, that. It's a job. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and, and I see you really taking this seriously, man. And, and I want you to keep going forward. Man. Keep going with your ambition, discipline, because, you know what I'm saying, I'm, you inspire those around you, too. Well, I mean, you, you, know you do too, man. Like, like this podcast is super important, and I'm so glad to have been able to be a part of it. And I'll, I'll obviously keep watching, man. Vito, you're epic. And uh, if you want to do that collab song, like for sure, hit me. Oh up. yeah, for sure. We go. We gonna get up. We gonna get up. We gonna yeah. get up. We gonna let the stars yeah. align that shit up. All yeah. right, man. Man, thanks for being on the podcast, man. I, I guess I'll see you later, man. Yeah, man, for sure. New home, August fifteenth. I got two new huge features on it. And uh, it's just going to be epic. You guys don't want to miss that out. Guys, don't miss out. New home, two features. My boy, Matt Zephyr, follow the YouTube, Instagram. Make sure you get on that. Matt, I holla at you. Holla at me. Jesse, you still there? All right, girl. Take care. <laughs> Peace, dude. Peace. Guys, that was my guest, Matt Zephyr, man, doing the goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just doing my goddamn thing, too on coffee talk just being me unapologetically and respectfully that shit rhymes so you know it's the truth guys before i go i just want you to know that you can unapologetically be you too don't let nobody make you feel guilty for kind of being weird or being confident in your ways okay that shit rhymes too I'm dropping truth bombs all day, but that ain't what I got to do. Matter of fact, speaking of dropping something, I got to take a shit. So I'm out, people. You know how this coffee do. It makes you shit a lot. What can I say? And coffee talk is daily, right? Like, I talk my shit damn near every day. But I'm done talking my shit. Peace. If you want to hear more Coffee Talk, then please follow Coffee Talk with Vito Blaze on Spotify and iTunes. And if you want to see more Coffee Talk, then please follow Vance Michelle on YouTube.